The Social Introvert. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 431. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. You can also hop over to Twitter. Follow me at I Sid Davis as well. And I'm over at the BYNK Radio page on TikTok as well. That's at BYNK Radio. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything. Doesn't matter. Put me on to something new like some anime, movies. I don't know, but anything. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So, okay. Saw the new Hellraiser. And look, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it until, you know, maybe like the first week of November, I was going to try to add it into like amongst the Halloween specials that I'm doing with the Halloween films within the current timeline. I watched it, man, and it's okay. It's nothing to run home to everybody and be like, yo, this is amazing, man. They really, they really topped it. This is the best since part two, and which is not really saying a whole lot. If you're familiar with the first two Hellraisers, they're okay. Uh, there's a lot of talk going around that, man, if this really went to theaters, this would have been a, a huge success. This would have went number one. And I I don't believe that. They said the same thing with Prey, the latest Predator movie. Neither of these movies are even remotely worthy of being of part of a theatrical release. I just don't see it. They're, they're not bad movies, but they just don't hold the weight of having a theatrical release and you can say well you went to watch beast with idris elba yeah by the previews it looks stupid but if you really watch this film beast if you watch the film it it has its issues but when it gets to the end you're like oh okay it flips the whole script and you see why he is for some reason wanting to take a lion head on one the lion is now going to leave him or his daughters alone and he really has no choice but anyway hellraiser is okay the special effects are beautiful especially the ending scene um it it was a nice touch to uh, what they've always described in the first two films about the the leviathan configuration and it, it was cool but uh i i don't think it was all that the Cenobite design, the, you know, pinhead, female pinhead was creepy. That was awesome. The cinematography was beautiful. It was wonderfully shot. I just thought it was okay. And I don't think it's worthy of me even reviewing. So that's, this is why I'm coming to you now talking about this movie. It's all right. Um, I'll say still give it a watch. I'm still sick of people running around here. Oh, Hellraiser went woke. And I'm sitting here saying you must not have read any of the comic books or any of the novels because Pinhead is Pinhead was never described as a actually wasn't described as anything. It was more so of an androgynous type of thing. So 
with this Hellraiser right here, they're pretty on par with the novelization. I'm I'm just saying, okay. Uh, the 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 female pinhead in here was pretty damn cool. I really like it. She was really creepy, and yeah, it was okay. It had its. I I don't know. I got way too many Evil Dead remake vibes from this because what this film talks about is addiction, and it leans into it really heavy. The addiction part in here you don't necessarily see her using or any type of paraphernalia around her in the evil dead remake you see the girl in the beginning with like some pills or something and she dumps them down this well or whatever and here you can kind of look at her her aesthetic and you're like oh yeah she uses this this chick looks like a drug pusher <laughs> she just she looked like she had just got back from a uh an AA meeting and she's just ready to pile more of her issues on her her brother uh, she lives with her brother and it it just reminded me way too much of the Evil Dead remake and I'm like okay I'm like this, this is another film about a chick dealing with substance abuse and then this whole thing dealing with like some devilish shit is like an allegory of are you sticking with your addiction or are you willing to give it up or lament on it? Just no pun intended. I don't know. I thought it was okay. I'm not really too hot about this new Hellraiser. I'm not really too hot about the old Hellraiser. I just, I like the books, man. I always thought the books were dope. <laughs> but anyway, I don't try to get into discussions about other podcasts, right? Unless it's the BYNK family. But I listened to the new Warium and Maul podcast with Benny the Butcher. Well, it's not really the newest one. It was the episode before this new one that's out now. Benny the Butcher was talking about the situation he had with Freddie Gibbs. And I'm just going to say this. I think it's incredibly stupid. I don't like them beefing. I don't like it one bit. I don't think we're ever going to get a Freddie Gibbs or Benny album, and it's more apparent now the way Benny was talking. Like, <laughs> I'm inclined to believe Benny more than I am Freddie. Freddie is known to joke a lot and play games on social media, and it's kind of a detriment to him as an, an individual. Like, we all like Freddie. We like the way that he raps. We like his albums and his and everything he's put out in his past discography. Wherever you started listening to Freddie Gibbs. The problem, and I'm seeing it now, is he's willing to do this to push records and to put his name out there more. And though the entire, here's what it was. When Benny said something about Freddie joking about niggas go to Houston to get shot. And I didn't really pick up on that until Benny said it again in this interview with, uh, with Rory Amal. And I'm like, oh shit wait a minute and he's just sitting there nitpicking at Benny and nitpicking at Benny and nitpicking at him and then when Benny decides to say something you know people get on Benny and like oh you tripping and blah 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 and it's oh that's Freddie being Freddie I'm inclined to believe Benny more and I understand it now I just think it's really stupid that this even happened because I really love the both of them now, this doesn't take away how much I love Freddie Gibbs' new album, Soul, Sold Separately. I think it's an awesome album, but 
I think Freddie needs to dial back on his partying bullshitting on social media and all that. Like, there's really no need for it. Like, he can joke and clown. Like, Freddie's hilarious. He's a funny guy. But if he has to go this route to, you know, matter of fact, he doesn't even need to go this route. What am I talking about? Freddie didn't have to do this. This is the crazy part. Freddie is here. Freddie has arrived finally after all of these years of putting in work. I mean, if he were to put out Soul Sold separately, we would have ran to it automatically and listened to it. He's built his his name up like he didn't need to do this. So that's why I'm still confused now that this was even a thing. But to hear Benny's perspective, it's more clear that, oh, Freddie, Freddie had everything to do with it. It's his fault. He needs to he need to do something. But judging off of how Benny put it, he's not willing to talk to this man at all. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully they piece it up in some years from now. I just don't want it. I don't want anything crazy to happen. Anyways, let's get into some new music. So there's a new joint that dropped by one of my favorite new artists that's out right now named Morris the Friend. This is a new single called Runaway. I can't wait for his upcoming project. Check it out. The Social Introvert. If you want me, want me, leave your boyfriend lonely. You keep driving to me. Must have something for me. Say, say. If you love it, love it, don't be scared to trust it. And I just
once again, that is Runaway by Morris the Friend. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. Uh, so really quick before I get into my next story. <laughs> I put out my Halloween 1978 review. I'm going to uh, arrange it a lot better than I did. Uh, I just I put the social introvert tag and then I played the trailer and then I talk about it. I'm going to do it a little differently with this new episode dropping this Thursday, which is the Halloween 2018 review. Man, listen, I had so many DMs. I had about 10 DMs from random folks. First time ever. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, they're man, all right, great. All at once. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to Halloween 1978. This is a masterpiece. Blah, 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 blah. Halloween 2018 is stupid. Halloween kills is stupid. Halloween ends isn't going to be great either. I never said any of the films that follow after this were great. There's some issues I have with 2018. There's some issues. I There's there's huge issues I have with Halloween Kills. Halloween ends. I'm going in with low expectations. I'm not really all that excited. But since it's the, the quote unquote the end, uh, who knows? Maybe on the other end, I might come out liking this film. All I said was that the film was slow paced and after seeing it so many times and knowing the fact that Halloween 2 on forward up to um, what Halloween resurrection and shit like that forget about everything is kind of crazy to me and it kind of takes away the greatness of Halloween 1978. That's what I said. That is my opinion. I'm running with it. I'm just saying how I feel on my podcast. Stop getting upset. I don't care. Some of y'all are probably, I'm not going to slander y'all, okay? Because some of y'all might have been listening all the while. Some of y'all might have just stumbled upon it and said, oh, here's another podcast reviewing one of my favorite horror movies. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to check it out. And you didn't like what you heard on said episode. But fam, sit down I want someone to sit down if you haven't watched Halloween 1978 just sit down it's October anyway sit down and just watch the movie it is slow paced at the beginning we don't even get to our our first kill until like what this somewhere in the second act and it's towards the ending of the film like the Come on, fam. And it's a whole cat and mouse thing in the beginning between Lori and Michael. Like, let it go. It is slow paced. Let it go. I, I don't, I don't know. It's just my opinion. I just think Halloween 1978 is still a great movie. Now that I'm watching it with a new, I'm watching it as if I'm watching it for the first time, right? And I'm looking at it with a, with a new lens and I'm giving you my full thought. I just think the shit is slow paced. Doesn't mean that it's not a great movie. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, let me let me move on to my my actual story that I wanted to get into. Kanye West, White Lives Matter. Okay. And I don't know if I should tread lightly here due to people getting upset over this Halloween review. Who else knows? Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Of course they're gonna get upset. Listen. Kanye West, White Lives Matter. Uh, Here's the clip. I want you guys to check this out. 
and um, I'll be back on the other side. At a certain point, it felt like I saw white people wearing shirts that said Black Lives Matter, like they were doing me such a favor by having a t-shirt that reminded me that my life mattered, like I didn't already know that. So I thought it, I thought I returned the favor and let white people know that, hey, your life matters too. It's sort of like when random people will see the documentary and the documentary was, you know, the third chapter basically was saying, hey, we all love Kanye, but sometimes you got to turn the camera off on him. Meaning like, don't listen to everything. Yes, we know he's a genius, but feel free to put him on mute whenever he doesn't align with what we're telling you. And so sometimes I'll see people at a fashion show and they say, we saw this documentary and they say, are you good? And I'll say, are you good? So it's like black lives matter, white lives matter. And it's just simple as that. Why do you say black lives matter is a scam? Well, because it's proven. They have people who end up taking money from it. I mean, this documentation is, is out there. And just as black people, we're going to need more than just a T-shirt and a $6 million home. We need what was promised to us. Much like how we never received our 40 acres and a mule, and that puts us in a position where we feel we have to abort our children to the point where there are more black babies aborted in New York City than born at this point. Uh, it was similar to uh, at the Gap, they promised stores. At Adidas, they promised stores, and they didn't do what they promised. They felt like they could disregard what was promised. So you heard what he had to say about the reason why he wore the White Lives Matter shirts. I'm not somebody that runs to social media that sees something just to get angry about and say what I have to say. And it's more apparent now that y'all do it to get the numbers, the, the, the likes, the retweets, the, the shares on Facebook, whatever. You want to be this, I don't know if it's this overnight activist type thing. You want to be popular so quick. And then it's just, it draws back to the realm of being an attention whore. I think that's what y'all really strive to be. Just attention whores. I saw the picture, right? I've seen it a few times. And I'm scrolling. This is my first time. And I, I see it. White Lives Matter. He's standing beside Candace Owens. And I'm literally staring at the picture. Just a blank stare. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's Kanye wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. And um, it's Candace Owens wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. There's a whole fashion show going on. I'm like, okay. And I continue to scroll. And I bump into like Instagram reels, random Instagram reel, reels of either like Fresh and Fit, Andrew Tate, um, funny reels with um, kids and their parents doing some some funny shit or whatnot. Um, reels of, of old rap videos. And I just kept going and I seen it again eventually. And then I looked at it again with this blank stare and I'm like, oh, okay, kept on scrolling. I say all of that to say, you can do the same thing too. Okay. <laughs> going off of what Kanye said makes sense. It does. It, it, it genuinely does make sense.
And I'm trying to understand for the life of me, why is everyone so outraged and upset at this? Like we didn't just have a bunch of white people walking around with a Black Lives Matter shirt. Don't act like you didn't see that. And then when we saw them with it, I didn't necessarily have a problem. I'm like, oh, Black Lives Matter shirt. Okay, kind of cool. You know, that's genuinely how they feel. Like they, they, they probably down for the cause. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Haraded him. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate you. But then there's some of those, you know, black folks that would see white people with the Black Lives Matter shirt, and they would scowl and look at them real, real fucking crazy, like. They wanted to say something, but never said anything out loud because these niggas are just sitting here and they'll, they'll say what they have to say on the keyboard behind the screen, but they would never do it in public. And I've seen it one too many damn times in public where I saw a white person wear a Black Lives Matter shirt and then the black person want to look at them all funny and crazy like blah, 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 this, that, the third, and they go into their little, they little spiel of why they think they shouldn't be wearing that. Who are you to judge Kanye for wearing a White Lives Matter shirt? He gave you the reason why. He just sat there and gave you a reason. A valley. He backed it up. Now, me personally, I'm not going to walk around with no White Lives Matter shirt. I'm not walking around with no Black Lives Matter shirt. I don't give a fuck. I'm not phased about this whole black versus white versus such conservatism versus liberalism. I don't care i want to get out of here and just travel (laughs) i'm trying to hit south of france i'm trying to hit uh prague i'm I'm trying to hit various places man around the world i don't care i feel like to get my anime bag i feel like aaron from attack on titan every time i look around here and i know i'm getting a little off off course with this I look around here and I watch, and I've watched Attack on Titan. Um, I don't like the ending at all. It makes me sad. But, <laughs> and I feel like, I'm like, damn. Is Attack on Titan trying to make a point? This is for anybody who's familiar with Attack on Titan and they want to throw their little theory or conspiracy on what's going on in the real world versus what they're seeing in that anime. That's all. But back to this. Kanye West, this ain't nothing new. We know where Kanye's stance is. This man is thinking ahead. I don't even understand what the fuck he's doing. But I'm not going to sit there and get mad every time he does something. This is this man outbursts all the damn time, and I'm kind of sick of it. And y'all can say, man, it's kind of hard for me to really defend Kanye West. I bought the damn stem player. It was $200. Okay, I have Donda in the digital form. I have... Fam, I took the time out to take a blank CD a couple weeks ago and burn Donda and Donda 2 on a disc. On two different discs. So, um, I, of course I support Kanye. I support Kanye 100%. You can feel how you want to feel and that's fine. But this whole thing like, if you support Kanye, I'm going to block you. I'm going to unfollow you. Like, that solves anything. Like, this is so childish, bro. Jesus, the one thing that I am going to be sad about when, as I get older, when I hit like maybe 50 or 60 and I see these kids, uh, I guess go back in time to see how it was during this time. I really don't want them to look 
I don't even want to be included into the bunch of people who are just whining and bitching about the smallest damn thing of what a celebrity does when they should be focusing on policies that are changing left and right. And we sitting here crying about some shit with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. We crying over uh, uh, Quavo throwing shots uh, allegedly at Sweetie on the new Migos, not Migos album, but the Takeoff and Quavo album, only built for Infinity Links. I, 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 I just, I want to be known from the bunch that cared about important shit. I don't want to be part of the bunch in history when these kids go back and look and say, "You niggas were sensitive." I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, I think. I'm going to be included in that because everyone likes to generalize. So, you know, just whatever. That's what life is. People like to fucking generalize day and night. But man, I saw that shit with the Kanye white lives matter. Uh, I don't know if it was a sweatshirt or just a long sleeve, regular shirt and Candace Owens. And y'all about had a damn fit. I don't know. Listen, don't be sitting here judging this man doing what he's doing and then y'all turn around and y'all be doing some weird shit that's just considered like worse than what Kanye is actually doing. Please stop it. Don't be the pot calling the kettle black. I'm tired of it. Anyways, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 431. Real quick, shout out to the John Effect Podcast. Shout out to 12 Cow Podcast. Shout out to Random Tandem. We came from Bad News, the Drunken Nights. I believe it's three Drunken Nights. I keep saying the Drunken Nights, but it's plural. So I, I know what I'm saying. Shout out to Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy. Did I say we came from Bad News? I don't know. Conversation Con Artists, <laughs> Saturdays with Chicken Duck. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Cole Jackson. Cole Jackson is the host of Thursday Night Lights. Thursday Night Lights is a radio show powered by BYNK Radio. It airs every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. So be sure to tune in every Thursday. So the next three weeks, October 11th, October 18th, and October 25th, Rain Coleman, the host of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, We'll also be doing a little bit of radio DJing this month. It's a limited release titled Late Night Rain, October 11th, October 18th, October 25th. Make sure you tune in. That is a Tuesday all this month throughout October. Be sure to tune in. I can't wait to tune in. This kind of, I didn't know anything about it. And when I saw it, I was like, oh shit. And so I'm, I'm ready to. I don't even know what this is going to be about. I kind of heard uh, like some relationship stuff that he's going to be talking about with some 90s music and I believe early 2000s music intertwined with it. So I definitely can't wait to hear it. This is going to be dope. Late Night Rain starting this week on October 11th. And shout out to Whitney Janae and Rose the Artist. They are the host and co-host of the Sex with Friends podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Robin Mortal. He is one of our BYNK blog content creators. Be sure to go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see grown man shit. And myself, I'm also a blog content creator, social introvert under the lifestyle section. And um, yeah, man, that's it. 
Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with my... I, I'm, I'm still trying to process Halloween 2018, still to this day. <laughs> my review will be dropping tomorrow for Halloween 2018, so be sure to look out on that. I'm ready for the smoke. See you guys then. Peace! The Social Introvert. Done. We sipping the finest, so they hate us. I ain't playing none. I'm fresh in the rest with all this sauce. I can't make you some. Do our own thing. We can stay private. Side passing. Take you to an island. Toes in the sand. Get you excited. Girl, what's your plan? You ain't gotta hide it. Girl, take a chance. I got perfect timing. Put our feet on the ground. Feeling like we flying. Pulling on your hair. Only cause you like it. Rules of the game. Don't come to me it's lying. I don't usually do. But what if I made a move? And choose you. Choose you. Choose you. If I made a move and chose you, chose you, chose you, chose you. Top popping, got them tripping, cause we chasing chicken. One track mine is what I need, baby, go and get it. I got plots and plans to get cheese, baby, come and kick it. Please don't get your makeup for me, I'm in white linen. Take a stroll out with a pee and get your life lifted. My pride ain't bigger than the game, I see you independent. I show you.